Welcome to Episode 7 of Season 5 of the Simplify and Multiply Show. And today, you get me for the whole episode. Woohoo! Let's go. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply Show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. What would you do if your doctor told you that you had terminal cancer and you had six months or less to live? How would you feel? What would you think differently about your life and the time you had left? This happened to my brother, Rich, and to my husband, Chuck. And for those of you who listen to the show regularly, you've heard me refer to my husband, Chuck, quite a bit uh, in regards to what we went through together as a couple. And if you have had a close one, loved one, family member, friend who passed away from cancer. It's a horrible thing to experience, and it's it's hard on everyone. And I get it. I lived it as a caregiver and was impacted quite a bit in my family with the people that I've lost. And the reason why I bring this up, and I'm not trying to be a downer in this episode, is I'm setting a stage to have a conversation about time. And when I start the conversation by telling you about my brother Rich and my husband Chuck, who both received terminal cancer diagnoses and were given less than six months to live, both Rich and Chuck turned months into years, many years, thankfully. How did they do it? What did they think differently to create time? To not use time as an excuse to not live life, the life that they wanted to live so desperately. And the reason why I bring this up and set the stage is because world events have provided opportunity of time. What we're going through right now at the time of this recording is unprecedented. And so what I want this episode to be about is more of a prompt for you to think about how you're using the gift of time in, in spite of the fact that there is a lot of adjustments that we're all having to make to one degree or another to adjust our lives in order to cope with this, deal with this, get through it. And it, like I said, it's unprecedented. It's, <laughs> we've never been through anything like this. It's remarkable. And so a lot of people are confused because they don't really have an expectation about when it will end, what will the world be like after it's run its course, and all of those things. So I think it's really interesting to take a moment to look at the, the time factor, and that's really what I want this episode to be about. As we tie it into creativity, I find that People that I have conversations with about creativity, especially in business, obviously this is a business podcast, but when you have a solopreneur who is basically living at home, working at home, 
you know, traveling for their client engagements, maybe going on site, doing training. Things are different right now. And there's an opportunity. So a lot of my clients have had, uh, you know, like conferences, postponed training, uh, on-site training that they do has been rescheduled. A lot of different promised engagements, travel, vacation, all these things have been pushed off. So as a result, we're gifted with all of this time. So I'm not spending the money on the travel or the this or the that. I'm staying home. I'm having to do certain things in order to manage through this time. If they have kids, they're having to do a little bit of involvement with homeschooling or whatever is required by the school district to keep the kids on track. So when they go back, they're not disrupted as much. And it's a huge impact for so many people on many levels. I'm sure I don't need to tell you uh, how this is impacting the world because it's out there and we're seeing it, we're confronted with it every day. So getting back to creativity and time, what I want to have a conversation with you is about how you handle your perception of time and what you do with time. So I, I want to just go through some questions and prompts and ask you, what are you doing with the gift of time to make your life and business better? And I wanted to talk about our stories about the specific things around time. So what is your story about time? And what I mean by that is, what are you telling yourself about time over and over and over? It's like, what do you believe to be true about time? So many people I hear, there's not enough time. I can't get to that. I don't have enough time. Or I've got to do this. There's just not enough time in the day. So that's a story about time. And there's all kinds of businesses and products and tools and programs that people can take to help them manage time better, <laughs> which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> but how you deal with your story about time directly correlates to your ability to have creativity in your business and in your life, creating things that are improvements, simplification, uh, more enjoyment, less hassle. Those are all aspects of creativity. Speaking of which, what is your story about creativity? What are you saying about taking the time to be creative in your business? I don't have time to do that. I've got to pay the bills. I've got to go find more work. Uh, you know, creativity also can be a story about I'm not creative. I'm not artistic. I don't have any imagination whatsoever. Well, I don't believe that to be true about anybody because I have <laughs> I have talked to the most logical, engineer-focused, un self-proclaimed, uncreative people, and they are very creative because creativity is not just about the flowery creative that we're also used to talking about. Creativity is problem solving. It's innovating. It's making something better, eliminating something, changing something. That is all creativity. So my question to you is, what is your story about you as it relates to creativity? And these are all thought points I want you to just think about as you go through this. If you want to do some journaling, I highly recommend just kind of processing it, you know, just really sit down for a second and get some awareness around these particular aspects of your thinking as it relates to these topics. So here's another one for you. What is your story about business? So if you're listening to this, you're probably a solopreneur. And 
you have likely some stories about business. For example, depending on whether you voluntarily left your quote-unquote corporate job or your employment to start your own business, you have a story about business, such as, you know, I never want to work for the man again. I don't ever want to punch a time clock. So you have a story about what is in business. Your story about business could also be related to being a solopreneur. Being a solopreneur in business is hard. You have to fish for yourself. You've got to create all your branding. You've got to do all this work and wear a lot of hats, et cetera, et cetera. It can also be a positive story, such as I can't think of doing anything else. You know, being in business for myself is the pathway to freedom, flexibility. It's the best thing ever. So we all have stories or belief systems around topics. And I want you to just examine these things because you will have opportunities to add creativity, to reinvent yourself, to refresh what's important to you. When you take a moment to just think about these things and your attitudes around them, create some awareness so then you can be empowered to change if you want to change or appreciate what you do have and how you feel about what you're doing. So that way you can be more productive and just enjoy life more, right? Here's another one. What is your story about technology? What is it about working with the computers, doing stuff on the internet, having virtual meetings, um, you know, figuring out how to do social media? Um, artificial intelligence is coming on scene and a lot of people are talking about that. What is your story about technology? And then the final one I wanted you to think about was, what is your story about your industry or the economy? And when you talk about industry or an economy, obviously you're looking at it through the lens of what we're dealing with in current time right now, which is kind of good because as you're looking at and examining these stories on these particular areas to see where opportunities for creativity or thinking differently is, it's really cool to be able to compare and contrast the normal life that we had maybe a couple months ago to what we're dealing with today. So when you're looking at a story about your industry, if you're in the health and wellness industry, what do you say about that? What are you complaining about regarding maybe your competitors or other people who are trying to step into your space with new products or services? And then the same goes for the economy. Now, obviously, the economy is much more a, a world stage type of a, a discussion. Do you feel victim? And the economy? Do you feel empowered by the economy? What are some of your stories around the economy? So all of these things directly correlate to the success or lack of success or where you have struggle in your business. So I invite you to just visit those. These are all listed on the show notes page on simplifyandmultiply.com. And just to recap, we've got what's your story about time, creativity, business, technology, and about your industry or the economy. Take a moment to think about each one of those and what you say in your head about each topic and look for opportunities where you can create something new, better, different, simpler, uh, more satisfying, uh, maybe more open-mindedness and see what comes up for you. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. 
I challenge you to be more creative in your business, to innovate, to simplify. But if you're thinking, I'm not creative, or I don't have time to brainstorm ideas, or even my business is just fine the way it is, well, I'm gonna challenge those assumptions because they will kill your profitability. They're all stories and excuses preventing your business from being better, from running smarter, from being more satisfying and fulfilling for you. Wouldn't it be great if your brand, products, and processes were able to do more, to resonate with your target clients more effectively, to be a more personal experience for existing clients, to become relevant again instead of stale and dated? Yeah, I thought so. So if you'd like to pump some vitality back into your business using creativity, innovation, and simplification, book a free creativity call with me by visiting pappychat.com. Give your business the battery jump it needs to provide more stability and profitability. Get your free creativity call on the calendar now by visiting pappychat.com. Let's you and I brainstorm something amazing for you and your business. All right, now I wanna give you some creativity stimulating action items or prompts, if you will. And these are things that you can write about, think about, however you want to approach it. It's just ways for you to maybe peel back some opportunities to take the time that you have to be more creative. So hopefully some or all of these are beneficial from the standpoint of really helping you look at things differently in your business and in your life. All right, so let's start with this one. What are the things you would like to do or have had on your to-do list for some time that suddenly you can now do because you have more time. So when you look at those things and you evaluate what those are now that you have time to do them, even if it's only a couple hours extra a day that you have the opportunity to do them, what are those things? Now, when you no longer have your story about lack of time as an excuse to not do those things, what is your new objection? So if, for example, you wanted to start writing a book and you kept saying, well, I don't have the time to do that. You know, I've got all these things I've got to do in my business. I got to take care of my family. And you just kept putting it off, putting it off and you use time, the availability or lack of time as your excuse not to take it on. So once you remove time as an objection or the excuse of not starting that book, what all of a sudden shows up? So if you still don't want to start that book, what is the real reason why you're not starting it? So examine your story about that and just kind of play that what if game. Well, what if I actually started my book? What would happen? What am I concerned about? What am I excited about? And just kind of go down that rabbit hole a little bit. Here's another one. Take one aspect of your business that is stagnant or that you'd like to change, whether it's eliminating it, simplifying it, or making it more profitable from the effort you put into it and brainstorm ways you can impact it so it provides the result you're looking for. And remember that you wanna focus on your customers and clients' needs, the problems that they're having, make it about them. And that will give you some ideas as well. So whether you're looking at something that's internal to your business, like how you do your bookkeeping or how you do social media posting, then that's a one way to look at it. and 
but incorporating your client's solutions into it can give you a whole new aspect that you can look at adjusting your business in a certain way. So for example, if you're posting a lot of uh, articles, for example, uh, like blog posts and what have you, and then promoting them on LinkedIn or Facebook, but you're not getting a lot of engagement, what are some of the things that you can do to either increase engagement or make your content more engaging, such as instead of doing articles, maybe doing videos? And be creative on how you can deliver that and tie it into the value that you create for your clients. Here's another one, super simple. Brainstorm ways you can streamline and simplify your business. So if you've got a very complex business, if there's a lot of moving parts from the standpoint of not only how you run your business, but how you serve your clients, is there ways for you to maybe eliminate a product or a service or combine something to make it a lot more simple. This is what I do for my clients all the time is I take all the complexity out of their business, whether it's just in their marketing or it's it's usually in their whole business, like the way they go about doing things that they just don't like doing or it's just too complicated because that's just kind of what they arrived at or how they've always done it. And when when they get someone like me to come in with an objective eye and solutions they're like blown away because they end up making more money because they've simplified things and become more potent in the work that they actually do so they can provide an even bigger value. So it's a real powerful exercise to brainstorm ways you can streamline and simplify your business. And here's another one. So outside of bringing in more income, how would you like your business to allow more into your personal life? I mean, as a solopreneur, right, we like our business the way it is because it gives us a lot of freedom and flexibility, right? We can work from home in a lot of cases. Uh, We get to travel to our client sites to deliver value and training or consulting or uh, whatever, you know, capacity that we're, we're doing it in, you know, if we're speaking on stage at a conference. So what are the things you're trading off as a result of being a solopreneur? So, for example, if you're that speaker who travels all over the country or even the world delivering wonderful keynotes and moving audiences and, you know, having these wonderful experiences for your clients and creating these experiences through your keynotes, what are you trading off as a result of being on the road all the time? A lot of my clients come to me and they're like, okay, Terry, I'm at the point where I want to stop traveling so much. It's kind of getting old. I'm tired. <laughs> I want to, but it's the only way I can, you know, keep the the revenue coming into my, my business. And what they're not looking at are instead of giving something up, maybe there's a different way to do it. Maybe there's a different way to model their business so that what when they do go on the road and do that keynote, that there are like after products that they could uh, continue the engagement with. So they're extending the engagement. So that's one way of looking at, um, you know, how you can have your business not be a trade-off. So you get to spend more time with your family. You get to travel less while still earning the same or even more income and get to still deliver the results that you're known for delivering and that you enjoy delivering. And another one is, how can you expand your reach, your network, or your community to create more stimulation, interaction, and learning opportunities? As you know, creativity is something that comes from within, but it gets stimulated by external 
environment, people, situations, problems, experiences, they all get stimulated from outside of ourselves. And it's what is within us. That's where inspiration comes from. It's inspired. It's within. It comes from within. Those are things that are all triggered by the experiences in life that we encounter. So how can you expand your reach, your network, or your community to create more stimulation, interaction, and learning opportunities? Here's another one. How can you be a model, a mentor, or a pro bono coach to an up-and-coming solopreneur? Wouldn't it be great to be able to just kind of give back and talk about your experience? I mean, in a way, I'm kind of doing that with this podcast. I talk a lot about the struggles I've had and the things I've learned in being in business for myself for a decade and a half. And I'm hoping that through doing that, that my listener is not not feel so isolated in their struggle themselves that, oh, yeah, there's somebody else who's going through that. And, oh, wow, that's a great you know way to approach that. I want to try that on. So how can you be a model, a mentor, or pro bono coach to an up-and-coming solopreneur? And even if it's a colleague who's in a maybe a different type of a business, so somebody who you feel you could contribute to who's still kind of going through those learning stages. Another one is, what is that one thing you've avoided taking on to put yourself out there more either in social media or otherwise? So for example, if you're... Like for me, it took me forever to start doing video. I think the first video I started doing was in 2013. And that was seven years after I started my business. And video, believe me, video was still available when I started my business. But I was always so used to hiding and being the one who created all the stuff behind the scenes. I was like the the wizard behind the curtain, right? I did all the magic and then, you know, just I never put myself out there. And Over the years, I realized that people want to know me. They want to get to know what I'm about. They want to see me. They want to hear me. And it's taken me a long time to actually get the courage and confidence to put myself out there in a way that allows me to have a closer relationship with my audience and my clients. And so what is that one thing you've avoided taking on to put yourself out there more either in social media or otherwise. And that could be putting yourself on stage as a speaker. Maybe take, because you know, I work with a lot of professional speakers. And even if it's a pro bono thing, like if you go talk to the Rotary or if you do something at your church or in the community and it puts yourself out there to build confidence, to build that knowing that, yes, you have solutions, you know what you can do. All right, so think about that for a second. And I've got two more for you. So here's here's the one of two. <laughs> what are you seeing that's missing in your industry and what your ideal prospect needs that isn't being addressed? So this could be something really small or it could be something really major. And it could give you the opportunity to look at how you're delivering what you're delivering differently and also stimulate some ideas on shifting what you are doing in such a way so you can capture that. I call that selling to the gap. So if if everybody's running down this one trail and they're all, you know, serving kind of the same way, what opens up as a new problem or a missed opportunity that maybe you could take advantage of and start pointing at it so all of a sudden the 
industry that you're serving goes, wow, I never saw that problem until you pointed it out. And then all of a sudden they're like, I need that fixed. (laughs) So what are you seeing that's missing in your industry and what your ideal prospect needs that isn't being addressed? And then finally, the last thing I want to offer you is how can you deliver what you do in a different or new way that adds value to your offerings? So it's a way for you to uh, organize what you're doing, how you're delivering it in such a way that is not like how everybody else is doing it. And this is one of the things I do for my clients is I, I productize their services. And we come up with really cool, fun names that they can use as what I call suitcases, and but yet they can still customize everything inside the suitcase. And it makes it a lot more easy and fun for them to sell because it's all packaging. So that's something that you could look at when it comes to your business. So how can you deliver what you do in a different or new way that adds value to your already existing offerings? So those are just some prompts and things to think about that can help you stimulate more creativity, more ideas that can help your business while you have this time that is, you know, a gift. It really is a gift to have this time available for you to step back and look at your business a little bit differently. Look at your life, how your business as a solopreneur is impacting your life, especially the one I talked about regarding trade-offs. You know, what what are you trading off now that you're in this different kind of a, a state where the landscape of the world is shifted just for this current time that we're in. And it's making us look at our business differently. And so that's all this really is about is giving you some prompts and some ideas on how to look at your business differently. So new ideas can bubble up to the surface. And so when I talk about the gift of time, time is perceptual and bendable. Use time as a gift, an opportunity to fulfill on your dreams. As a solopreneur, you have unlimited potential and freedom to express, impact, and serve one person or the world. How you use time to do that is completely and totally up to you. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.